Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. We have Frank on the line with us, Frank Salas, with uh, his and hers tackle shop. Um, we've got a couple of minutes right now. Frank, uh, boy, it's sure good to talk to you again. Yeah. For those, that ha- those that haven't noticed, I've been uh, kind of out of, uh, out of out of range for a couple of weeks. Yeah, so I know. get you back. Yeah, it's nice to have you back, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a fairly good show today, you know that, John. We always have a good show. Just some, yeah. of, some of them are outstanding. Yeah. Uh, the uh, fishing down here has been pretty good. Yeah. They've been getting a lot of cor- corbina off the beach. That's in Southern California? Yeah, that's down in Orange County and uh, L.A. County. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one of the guys came in yesterday uh, early and said he got 11 Corbina at the mouth of the Santa Ana River. Oh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. That's like a poor man's bonefish. There you go. Yeah. And he does both. He does fly and conventional. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a great fishing trip, didn't we? Oh, yeah. Well, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Frank and I went down to Baja oh, a month or so ago, and uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, we're going to be taking a quick break, and when we come back, we'll bring Stephanie on and yeah. uh, talk about wrapping rods yeah. and maybe a few other things. She's uh, she's, yeah, she's also great fish stories. Well, she's also a skipper. But, uh, we're, okay, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back with Stephanie. Uh, you're listening to Fish Talk Radio, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and you go to fishtalkradio.com in order to uh, uh, access any show that you've ever had, we've ever had. You can tune it in and listen to it. feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest-lasting, functional, and best-looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And we have uh, Frank Salas on the phone with us. But we also have a lovely young lady, uh, which is Tiffany. And Tiffany, I didn't even know your I've known your dad for 15 years at least. And I didn't even know what your last name was. It's always just been Captain Bacon. Well, when I got married, I got to change my name, so my last name now is Vague. Okay. Yeah, that's okay. But uh, uh, when did you get married? About 16 years ago, and everyone's just now finding out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, okay. But uh, anyway, uh, Tiffany works with her dad at uh, Hook, Line, and Sinker in Santa Barbara, and she likes to tie or wrap rods. And we could spend hours on that, Tiffany, but let's go ahead and just kind of jump into it for a little bit. Um, do you do all, all types of rods? Oh, yeah, I do all sorts of rods from building them from scratch to fixing them. I do all sorts of different designs from, like, Black Widows to uh-huh. your basic diamond wraps to Fire Tiger to Kamikazes and then weaving. What, what you that weaving like you weave like dragons and and you design your own picture and then oh. you make it into a rod yeah right um, 
And go ahead and, you know, give us an idea about, you know, some of the different rods that are available and what you use for materials. Well, I use ProWrap um, from American Tackle, and ProWrap is the type of thread that we use, and everything is that I do is all thread work. There's no paint jobs or anything like that, and it takes, you know, extensive hours to create a design and wrapping a rod, so it's basic thread, different um, different directions you make the threads to create a design. And uh, how many different actions does uh, you uh, design on a, a heavy, you know, 8 to 10 or 10 to 25 or 25 to 70? I do anywhere up from your basic two pound, two to four pound rod, all the way up to your your stand up tuna rod, your rail rods, everything. So anything, any pound test line rod, I can do. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people out there don't understand uh, the wrapping and what techniques it takes to get the rod they want. Yeah, it takes a lot of technique to be able to, to, you know, create a really good, design a really good rod and make sure that the guides are, you know, strong enough and the blink is strong enough for whatever that they want mm-hmm. to be fishing for. Uh, where, where do you get your uh, rod materials? Uh, we get stuff from Calstar. I wrap for Calstar. I wrap for Cousins, Seekers, United Composites. Those are the uh, top four that I build. Um, uh-huh. I'm pro staff for uh, for American Tackle, so I get a lot of my um, threads and in rod wrapping machines and everything from American Tackle. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems to me that that's more of a something you do as a passion than it is to make a bunch of money because it takes a long how long does it take to wrap a rod um from start to finish including dry time it can take anywhere from 15 to 24 hours whoa boy you're not gonna no matter what you charge you're not making a bunch of money at that no rod wrappers don't make a, a bunch of money i mean when it's all said and done on a if you count the amount of hours into a rod from start to finish. Granted, there's a few breaks for drying time, but you have to sit there and make sure there's no bubbles or, right. or everything has to go smoothly, and you've got to be right there to correct any mistakes. But you know, rod wrappers make about minimum wage. Yeah. Less. Yeah. Less. Yeah. yeah. But it's more of... Um, a labor of love. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I figured it out one day when we used to do bamboos. I was making a half a cent an hour wrapping, splitting the bamboos all the way from start to finish. I used to do classes on that at the old shop. Mm -hmm. It's horrible. (laughs) Well, a lot of people like to wrap their own just because they like to wrap their own. Yeah. uh, Go ahead. What? Anyway, the uh, give us give us some more ideas on the different types of rods and the materials. Well, you've got uh, composites, you've got graphite, you've got fiberglass. I mean, they're they're all all types of rods that are very doable in creating. You know, the best type of um, custom job that you want. The main main thing is is 
guides and the blank that's more of what you want everybody's different you talk to 20 different people you're going to get 20 different um types of rods and types of guides that they like yeah so that's one of the things that people um are really tune in on is the guide and the blank Mm -hmm. and then from there they decide on what design i have you know 52 different designs on the back of my you know back of my hand but if you tell me you want you know a dragon but you want it this way and this color then i create my own pattern and then i weave it Mm -hmm. um certain designs you can't cross wrap um you have to weave it weaving takes quite a bit longer to do than a cross wrap can you tell us the difference between a cross wrap and a weave Cross-wrap is more of a diamond shape. Anything with cross-wrapping is a diamond is a diamond wrap. We're weaving. You've got thousands of threads that you're flipping back and forth and rotating, creating, um, you know, whatever design that you want. Mm-hmm. So a weave, you're looking at, you know, quite a few more hours to do because you have to move thread by thread instead of rolling a rod, you know, in one direction and switching the other as in a diamond wrap. With the weaving, you're having to do it single thread by single thread, and sometimes you've got thousands of threads you're working with. So that's Whoa. yeah, it gets complicated. Boy, a lot more complicated than than I can interested in doing. <laughs> that's why well, rods that are um, that are that are um, weaved is a little bit more expensive than a cross wrap because there's more thread involved and there's more time involved. Mm-hmm. I've got a really good question to ask you. How many people still like the cork and the synthetic? And which you know, do you it, like it's the best? T- starting. I've noticed a trend that it's starting to transfer over to more of a tuna cord style. Um, some people like what they call a deckhand style, which is tuna cord or cork tape instead of cork grip, because cork grips are more expensive nowadays than doing the cork tape, and you can make it look pretty much the same, um, but there's still, you know, a lot of people like the Hypalon, but I'm seeing more and more people like to do, like, the tuna cord with the real seat in the middle. Yeah, they've come out with some really light uh, composites for rod handles and uh, uh, the bar. Well, what about uh, the different types of, you know, on a, on a conventional uh, rod? Um, some, you know, some of the, some people, um, well, actually, I guess there's a few that still use bamboo, but fiberglass is normally the, the rod of choice, but they're starting to, well, they've not started, they've been doing um, uh, the carbon rods for quite some time, but uh, what, what is your preference and why? base here at hook line and sinker it's more graphite or composite versus fiberglass um me personally it just all depends on what i'm going to fish for i mean if if you i mean i can do graphite i work with and i fish with composites um i really don't have a personal preference between the two um, as long as it's you know sturdy enough to whatever I'm fish for, 
Um, if it's a heavy rod, I kind of tend it to want it to be a little bit heavy, um, or some people want it to be lighter, and that's their choice. But when it comes to like fun fishing, like calico bass, then I go more to um, right. to the, the composite okay. side of things. Well, Tiffany, we're going to have to uh, take a break. Uh, I don't know if we'll be able to hold you over to the next segment, but a uh, very interesting subject. You are listening to Tiffany uh, at Hook, Line, and Sinker in Santa Barbara. The best wind shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning. Three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Henneken. 
This is John Hennigan, and we also have Frank on the line with us, and this is uh, Fish Talk Hunt Radio. We also have Stephanie on the line with us. Stephanie. Stephanie. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Stephanie? I've been doing that ever, ever since you were uh, 12 years yep. old. Yep. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Tiffany Vig. Um, and she works with her dad, Captain David Bacon, whom I've known for years and years, probably almost before you were born. But it uh, seems like it anyway. But uh, he's, you know, he does a lot of demonstrations. He works all of the outdoor shows and gets paid for it. So, he, so you know he knows what he's doing. Uh, besides that, he's just a great guy. But anyway, uh, so... Uh, Tiffany picked it up from yeah, from yeah, somebody that, so somebody that knows what they're doing, and you say we're into the third generation now, Tiff? Yep, I've got uh, four kids that are all climbing up the ranks in the fishing industry. And wow. Yep, so it's all pretty much a family thing now. you got four kids? Wow. Four kids, yep. Uh, now, I remember when you just first started working on... Um, on the charter boat. On know. the wave walker? Yeah. That <laughs> seems, like, seems to me that was just a couple of years ago. I've that been there for... six months ago. Yeah. Just six months ago. Yeah, yeah just yesterday I started. Yeah, today yeah, was my that's birthday. that's a good girl. Yeah. I was, I'd like you to give a, a where you're located because a lot of guys down here in my area really like custom wrap rods and there's not that many left around our area. Yeah, well, we're at Hook, Line, and Sinker in Santa Barbara at 4010 Cal or they can give me a call at 805-687-5689 if they tell me what they want or if they they really should just come in and take a look at the rods and then they yeah. can mix and match and do with what they want right. or tell me what they want me to build, what design they want, um, the colors they want, and then I can pick it up from there. Well, Tiff, if uh, someone wants a custom-built rod, mm -hmm. um, how long from the time they decide they want to do it to the time they get it? Uh, depends on where they live. <laughs> I mean, if I if I got an order and I could have it done in two days, provided that I'm not out to sea working on the boat, yeah. but it just takes a couple of days to do a rod, and then... Um, I mean, if they're locally, they could just pick it on up. But if they need me to ship it to them, then it would be on how long it takes for UPS or FedEx to get it to them. So usually a week or two? Yeah, yeah, about a week or two. Okay. Well, that's not bad. And let's talk about the cost. Obviously, when it's done by hand instead of by machine, it's going to have to be more expensive. It's a little bit more expensive, but, I mean, it's not much. I mean, I'm, from what I've been told, and one of the cheapest ones around, I try to be fair. Um, I have, you know, designs that I already know how much thread it's going to take and, you know, and all that. So I already have, yeah. each design already has a price point on it, but the labor in it is pretty, very, very cheap. Um, but when you're talking about the cost of the rod, the two main factors of it is which blank you choose and which guides you choose. Yeah. That's the dictating factor of how much a rod is going to be. Right. And what about thread count? Um, it just all depends, like, on the, you know, for instance, uh, Black Widow. That's about a $150 design, but that includes all of the materials to make that design. Yeah. 
so and that's with the labor involved so it's pretty cheap because it's all included it's not you know labor 150 and then you have to you know account for yeah. the rest of the materials and stuff so that's you know i already have it all base factored on it so if they just let me know what they want i can tell them how much it's yeah. going to be well we have uh, jeff on the line with this oh, yes. um we will shortly uh, out of Alaska, and we'll ask him a little bit about, uh, um, you know, some of the rods that he might use up there. But how about, you know, the, most of the, the reason to wrap your own rod is because it makes it yours. Makes it yours, and also when you get into wrap jobs that nobody has, especially when you're on the boat, you can spot your rod out from everybody else's and know that's your rod. Yeah. Um, a lot of people like to do have me do different things on it so that there's been cases where some try to rock off the boat with their rod, and they're like, nope, that's my rod, that's my Black Widow. Yeah. So Jeff is on. Okay. Well, we're going to bring Jeff on. Jeff, we have Tiffany on the line with this, who is a, a rod wrapper. Can you say that three times? <laughs> I'll try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, Tiffany works uh, at Hook, Line, and Sinker in Santa Barbara, and she's a custom rod wrapper. And we were just talking um, about fishing rods. And what, well, type, yeah. what, what type of fishing? Do you, what type of fishing do you do in Alaska? Oh, we do mostly salmon and halibut fishing. Mm -hmm. And then we uh, but we fish in different ways, though, especially for salmon. Sometimes we troll for them. Uh, other times we uh, mooch for them. And, yeah. and, of course, that's all in the salt water. We don't really get into any casting until, of course, we get into the fresh water. And what part of Alaska are you from? Uh, Ketchikan. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll be up there, and uh, I think I made my reservations this year at the beginning of August. Oh, good. It's a beautiful place. Um, I think so. I think so. It's, uh, you know, Ketchikan, you know, they consider it the tropics of Alaska in, uh, you know, southeast Alaska. Where yeah, it is, it is pretty warm. Well, I can, I can uh, give you a weather report uh, for uh, right now for Alaska at the beginning of August if you want. For the beginning of August. Yeah. Rain. It's going to be, uh, well, it's going to be, it's going to be uh, um, clear in the morning and then um, the wind will come up around 2 o'clock and it'll get cold, might get a little bit of chop and then it'll, and then about dinner time it'll lay down. And, uh, Sounds right. That's that's about it. That is very consistent where you get in, in catch can, you get uh you actually get a lot of sun, but uh, the amount of rain that they get is 14 feet a year. So, yeah. yeah. We, we get we yeah. get most of that in October through uh, December, but occasionally, yeah. like last summer, we got a, I think we set a new rainfall record last oh, summer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it was about 30 inches in the summer or something like that, but that's mm -hmm. that's. That's uncommon. Yeah. Usually we get uh, we get some you know some. Pretty well, I know they energy. they talk about a water shortage even though they're getting twenty inches because they, you know, they just uh, um, used to having water whenever they want it. Yeah. Jeff, I got a couple. Uh, how many boats do you have for self guiding? Oh, at our at our lodge, we've got seven self-guided boats. Oh, well, which which guide which lodge which lodge do you work out of? It's called Chinook Shores. 
Simic Shores? Chinook. Yeah, Ch- oh, Chinook. Shore. Oh, okay. So you got to take a float plane to get there. No, no, no. We are we are on the road system. So when you land in Ketchikan, you drive about 15 miles north up towards the end of the road. We're at the that's, very end of the almost the very end of the road. That's that's Clover Pass. And it Salmon, is Salmon Pass Falls. Area. Yeah, Salmon right. Falls. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Same mm-hmm. vicinity. Well, they call it, uh, you know, the freeway for for salmon because all of the um, salmon and some of the other fish. Uh, that's they pass right by the dock on their way in, going from they, uh, to, from the ocean into the fresh water. They do, in fact, that's why we called our little beach in shores because in May and early June there's a lot of king salmon that come into our cove and mm-hmm. eat herring. There's usually a nice ball of herring hanging out in our cove, and as long as the whales leave it alone for a few days, the salmon will come in here and feed, and they'll mm-hmm. swim right in front of our dock. I've, seen, I've caught lots of salmon and seen lots of salmon caught just probably 40 feet off of our dock in mm-hmm. May and June. Yeah, I know. One of the first times I went up there, I was I let my line out um, as I was leaving the dock, and all of a sudden, wham, bam, and I wasn't expecting it. So yeah. I, I lost it. But... Uh, um, is it likely that I'll get some king in the beginning of August? Uh, I've seen it happen before. It's it's not a uh, it's, it's, you're, you won't be experiencing the spawning run. Mm-hmm. That that's usually done by the end of June, early or you know early July. But yeah. there will be feeder kings, or we'll get lots of Canadian kings passing through, and some Columbia River kings and. And um, you never know when those are going to show up. Do you suggest we go earlier? Well, it depends on what you want to catch. Well, the problem is if you, you know, you got to, because the silvers are uh, late in the year, and the kings are the beginning of the year, and the pinks are there most all year round. So it's kind of a matter of, uh, um, you know, what is it you're looking for? If you just want to catch fish, uh, it's a lot easier just to catch fish, but you're the fishing for silvers and maybe some pinks. That's true. Yeah, Chinook or, or King Salmon are definitely much harder to hook. Mm-hmm. They, uh, but you have a really good idea of when the runs are, right, Jeff? Yes. Yes, we and do. Now, Usually, what's unique about Ketchikan, too, is when you talked about the silvers showing up later in the year, we actually get a midsummer run of silvers mm-hmm. uh, that, that come within about, oh, you won't see them right in front of our place, but they usually hit the shoreline about 15 minutes away from us, mm-hmm. so we don't have to run too far to catch those. And they start coming in uh, usually the first part of July. Okay. Normally by the fourth of July, they're in pretty good. I've I've well, got Jeff, we're gonna we're gonna have early. to take we're gonna have to take a break. Let's get Tiffany one more chance uh, to uh, promote a hook, line, and sinker and her rod wrapping business. Sounds good. So you are you have a web page, I assume, Tiffany. Yeah, it's uh, hooklineandshooter.com. Oh, that's right. You guys took over the gun store. Yeah, okay. so it's a combination between the two, so it's hooklineandshooter.com. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's really a neat store. You've got a lot in there. Okay. All right, well, we appreciate you you coming on and, and sharing some information about wrapping rods. Oh, well, thank then, you. Uh, uh, Jeff, if you don't mind hanging around for a few minutes, we got a little bit more time for you. So, Sounds great. All right, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we'll be right back with you. 
I'll just catch another Cause I just let him go I'm a jigger I'm the best jigger around I'm on a jig, 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 jig Jig me up a wall right now I'm on a jig, 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 jig Jig me up a wall right now The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio. We have uh, uh, Frank on the line from his and hers fly shops, and of course he does more than just that. But we also have Jeff, was it uh, Winderkind? Winderkind, how do you pronounce it, Jeff? What a kind. What a kind. Okay. Yeah, what, what a kind of fisherman are you? 
but uh, anyway, you know what? If you, if we could diverse just a little bit, if someone's interested in, uh, say, instead of just flying in and do a two or three day, you know, charter trip, um, what if they would like to come up and spend, oh, you know, a month or so? Um, and put their own package together. Can you make some comments on that? Yeah, yeah. There's there's a couple of different ways to do that. Most of the people that uh, that do a prolonged trip like that usually have an RV or something like that because renting a house for a month is going to be pretty outrageous. But um, but what we offer is, well, you know, for about a for a, at least a week. You know, you're going to spend about the same amount of money as you would at a, as a fully guided lodge for about, you know, three days. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that's kind of our niche is you can you can come up and we've got five beach houses and they've got full size kitchens and and uh, big barbecue on the deck. Uh-huh. And then we have our own private dock, and so you walk out your front door, and and then in uh, two minutes you're down at your boat. There you've you got go. seven self guided boats just fueled up and ready to go every morning. Wow, that's what you can yeah. kind of go out and do your own fishing. And then right. if you're new to our area, we could also put together a day or two guided for you. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, just to show you the area and, and the techniques that we use, and then you can go out and do it on your own. Yeah. yeah. Well, there is, there is a difference between those that uh, you probably know Pete Haynes. I fished with him and if he, you know, he's he's been up there so long, and he goes up there every summer. That uh, uh, he knows where the fish are. Yeah, well, that yeah. yeah that well, that's why you we always have a, get a guide for one day, mm-hmm. no matter where you're at. Yeah, we always we always recommend that no matter where you're fishing, whether it's salt or freshwater or whatever it is, is that uh, uh, you go up there and get a guide at least for the first day. Uh, and he'll, you know, show you what to do and how to do it. When I say he, I'm assuming it's a he. Uh, that, uh, and then you know, then you're, you have a clue what you're doing when you go out and fish the next day. Mm-hmm. Of course, what you guys do is not all that complicated. Mostly, uh, I mean, there's a lot of different things that people will use, but um, you know, the typical salmon rigs with the flasher or dodger and and. Uh, uh, the watermelon spoons, but uh, cut mm-hmm. cut plug hearing is is the is predominantly. I mean, it just works. It, it it really does, and it's you know I my experience is once in a while you'll get them to bite a little bit better on maybe just the right spoon or just the right hoochie, but uh, mm-hmm. generally you're going to do best with a cut plug hearing. And mm-hmm. I see every year a lot of people will bring up their tackle boxes full of what works for them in Oregon, yeah. Washington, or California, and about two or three days into their trip, they're just using our, our uh, yeah, melt simple. hooks and the cup plug herring. Yeah, real simple. It's a, <laughs> yeah, a hook, just simple. a hook and line. Usually, uh, they stay, what, a week to 10 days when they... Our, our average with trip... Yeah, probably about six days, six, seven days is about average. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of fish... You can put a lot of fish in the freezer in, in that amount of time, and then yeah, a lot. You, yeah, and then when you get back to the dock, we've got some of the finest fish fillets around, and mm-hmm. and uh, we've got a couple girls that'll have those fish looking beautiful in a matter of minutes. 
perfect fillets, and then we haul them up to our uh, processing room and vacuum pack them and put them in our blast freezer. So then when you go home, you've got all these perfectly filleted, vacuum-packed pouches mm-hmm. of fish, frozen solid, and you just check them on the plane like a suitcase. And, and they uh, take them home. Uh, you know, when they're processed properly like that, they can, they're good for a year. Oh, yeah, easily. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they taste fresh. Uh, I last year, year I had one the year before, and it was a month before. Back in August, I went up, and it tasted like the day you caught it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When they're vacuum packed and in a good freezer, like a sub zero. Well, yeah, that's it. It's the temperature that you bring them down to, and how fast you bring them down. But uh, but they're you know if they're done properly. Yeah, they can they can easily go a year, and it, it comes out looking no freezer burn. Comes out looking like it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, about how long does it take from the airport to get to the lo- the house, the lodge, or the house? Uh, we're we're low. We're located about 15 miles out of town, so it's about a half-hour drive. It's it's not bad, and some people rent cars and come stay with us. Uh, we also offer shuttle service, so if you just want to fish the whole time you're here and aren't worried about going in to catch a can and seeing what the town has to offer, then we can pick you up in our van. Yeah. And that includes a stop at the grocery store so you can buy some groceries for your beach house. And then we'll bring you out. Well, if there's someone someone driving into town from the lodge, I suspect that they can hook up a ride. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, we usually go to town every day someone is, and we can bring people in or pick groceries up for them. Yeah. Most people, they want to be out fishing. Yeah. Well, a cab's not that expensive either. Yeah, it's not too bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but what uh, if you take someone out fishing? Uh, apparently, you know, you said you'd start off and probably stay with a, a cut herring plug. But uh, I assume that that's what you do if you get if you get somebody new on the boat and then want to show them how to catch fish. Yeah, we have we have herring cutting classes on the dock every morning for whoever needs it, mm-hmm. and we also supply uh, those herring jigs so yeah. people can throw their herring in that and Double, make a yeah. perfect cut mm-hmm. plug and, and then show them how to rig it. You know, that's a lot of the, yeah. you need that herring to stay on there as well. Yeah, well, I just kind of put it through the, you know, the backbone and then the other, um, the trailing hook, just let it, just let it trail. Mm-hmm. A lot of people yep, stick it back into the meat, but I think it works better if you just let it trail. It's amazing how well that, that grabs it. Yeah, it really does. It really does. And then the only time Where's I do it different is once in, a while, mm-hmm. once in a while we'll rig whole herring. I like using whole herring for the king salmon, so I'll rig those a little bit different, and then you uh-huh. get a different type of spin on it. It's more of a, a slow barrel roll as opposed to that quick. Would you use two hooks when you do that? I do, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I want to ask a question. Catch King. When is the best time to book for going up there, in your opinion, for halibut and uh, kings or uh, humpies or whichever salmon is running? Which one do you like the best to have? 
Well, my yeah. my favorite my favorite eating salmon is king salmon, mm-hmm. and uh, they're also the most fun to catch. However, you can have slow days when you're just well. The, the thing is, the kings can get pretty good size up there. Oh yeah, we've had them. I think our largest king we've brought across the dock is 52 pounds, and that Whoa. was a couple years ago. Whoa, yeah. I mean, you get anything over 20 pounds, it's big. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then, the and then of course, of course, the halibut. Uh, um, you know, they can they can vary. The smaller ones. There's a spot that's in Valnay Bay that you know I found that it's like a nursery. They're small, but there are some decent sized ones. But uh, when you go out to, usually, um, not too far from shore, is when you get uh, the you know, the halibut, and sometimes they'll they'll get up to fifty, sixty, eighty pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, it doesn't sound like a lot until you get it up next to you on a small boat. <laughs> you know, there's a big difference between catch, hooking a halibut and, and successfully bringing it into the boat. Yeah. Yeah, I was up there two years ago and um, hooked into one. Uh, good size, but I don't know exactly. It was, it was probably around 60, 70 pounds. But I wasn't expecting it, so I didn't. We didn't have the gear for it. We just had a pick stick instead of a a uh, um, a gaff, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to wrestle with it. And that's that's not my. I wouldn't suggest that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even either. A, you know, even a gaff can can be difficult to get the bigger ones in the boat with yeah. all by itself. We yeah. we supply uh, shark hooks in all our boats, oh. and it's just about a you know about a ten inch long big shark hook, and we've got three eighths line spliced to it. And then when you get your halibut up, they'll get pretty docile after you've played them really hard, and they'll just, especially the big ones, they'll yeah. wear themselves out, and they'll just kind of hang there in the water. <laughs> and you just take that shark hook and tie one end off to the cleat. Yeah. Take the other one, I go right inside their mouth and out their cheek or oh, their make, lower jaw. Make sure, it doesn't then, come, make sure it's not coming loose, yeah. Yeah, and then you just hold on to it, and it'll bounce around for a while. Then you can use that to pull it in along with your gaff. Yeah. That's a great way to get them in the boat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll be looking forward to to the trip this year, and I'll I'll stop by and uh, maybe we can maybe you and I can spend a day fishing. The, the only problem is with the uh, the the rules on guiding. It's kind of makes it difficult because if you're mm-hmm. if you're a charter captain and you take um, and you and I went out, then they consider that a charter and that changes the limit. You only get one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you get it only it only changes the limit on halibut. Everything yeah. else is the same. Okay. Well, real quickly, Bob, which, how do we get in touch with you? It's the Angler Center. Uh, to get in touch with me, it's chinookshores.com. Chinook, that's easy. Okay. Thanks, The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and we have Frank on the line. We also have Jeff. Are you still there? I'm still here. Oh, good. we got a couple more minutes, so let's go ahead and spend it on that. Uh, I think we covered covered a lot of different things, but uh, Frank, what did you want uh, Jeff to cover? Uh, yeah, I want to know the best time to go up in his opinion. Well, for, for king salmon, I like uh, the whole month of June and the first part of July. That's my favorite for king salmon. And then for silver, if you want king salmon and silvers, then you're probably looking at uh, early July because they kind of overlap. We get a nice summer run of silvers. And then towards August, you see fewer and fewer kings, but the silvers are getting bigger and and uh, there's more of them. Yeah. That's my and favorite then, fishing. As yeah. Well. And then the halibut's pretty good all through May, June, July, and August. And then we've got a special run that goes right by our place in September. And we've got a lot of September fishermen that have been coming up here for the last 25 years. And we get a we get a huge run of silvers going yeah. right by our right by our place. No good up. I've seen them over 20 pounds. 
and mm-hmm. they're, they're five minutes away, and they just... Well, the uh, when I first started going up there, um, most all of the uh, charter companies would wrap it up at uh, uh, Labor Day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they just pack it up and go home. And it wasn't that there was no fish. It's just that, you know, people didn't come up. But they found out, you know, the word got out that there's some great salmon, uh, some silver fishing that time of the year. And now it's probably the busiest month of the year. It, it really is. It really is. And there's no, there's not, there's a few halibut left around then, not a whole lot, but it's all about the big silvers that time of year. They're usually yeah. pretty shallow. They're fun to catch. Yeah. Constantly out, yeah. out of the water doing cartwheels. Yeah. Well, that's what I said. When you, when you hook one, if you feel it's, uh, just goes down and, and just a real strong pull, uh, then that's normally a king. But if mm-hmm. it comes up and jumps out of the water and does aerobatics, uh, then you know that's the silver. Exactly. And, and the pink will be kind of in between. Yeah, pinks tend to save their fight for right at the side of the boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's probably the hardest the hardest fish for me to net is a pink salmon because yeah. they, uh, they'll they'll swim to the boat and then they just keep diving right at the yeah. boat. And they have soft mouths, too, so if you pull on yeah, them too hard, the hooks come flying out and go whizzing that's right true. past your ear. Yeah. Well, that's not a lot of fun either. Right. But, uh um, but you can, you know, you can, it's not that difficult to get six and six, which is the limit. Right. And, you know, in July, when those pinks first start coming in, they're they're bigger than our August run. There's an early run of pinks oh. that go by here that are just beautiful. And people think they're silvers. They're huge. They're bright. They're firm. They, they're holding all their scales. And they're absolutely gorgeous. And that that's actually some of the best eating salmon I've ever had are those early July pinks. Oh. I like the meat the on them is, is is just delicate. It's delicious. It's got some good oil in it. Well, give us a It'll give us a you. give us a recipe real quick, Seth. Well, you know, my I I don't I don't overdo it. When I cook salmon, my favorite thing to do is a little salt and pepper, and uh, fry it in some some oil with some chopped garlic in it, uh, yeah. flushed down for about three minutes. In a cast iron or a steel skillet, then I mm-hmm. flip it over on the skin and finish it off in the oven at about 350 for another four or five minutes until it's done. And that's uh, my favorite way. To simple, eat. simple I don't, is I don't good. Get too fancy. Main thing is just don't overcook it. Exactly. Okay. And then you can put whatever kind of sauce you want on All top right. of it. If well, I'll be I'll be seeing you probably around the beginning of August, Jeff. So we appreciate that. Sounds and, good. I look forward to you, right. I look forward to you stopping by. Alrighty. Thank you, Jeff and. Uh, Uh, Frank, thank you very much. You're listening to Fish on Talk Radio. Welcome to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine. This is John Hennigan Studio, and we have Frank Selby on the line with us. And uh, Frank, we're going to be bringing in someone that's just recently back from Magdalena Bay. Yeah. And speaking of Mag Bay, and uh, which is in, I guess, the top part of Southern Baja, uh, yeah. Baja Sur, and we uh, about a month ago or so, uh, you and I went down there, had a great time and a great trip, 
and we're going to try and get in touch with Gracie or Dale that operate uh, the um, um, charter service. Yeah, well, it's Griselda Smokehouse and uh, Dreammaker Charters. So they have a, a smokehouse and ice and a fish preparation, which is uh, makes it so easy. You just uh, um, pull in to the dock, and they send a dock boy down. They take your fish. They take it up and process it and do a fantastic job. And then when you're ready to leave, you just pick it up. makes it so easy. Yeah, I, I got over almost 32 pounds in that backpack yeah yeah yeah, it's great they say 22 and it it was a lot more because you kept telling me take some of the smoked salmon yeah (laughs) yeah smoked tuna yeah boy that was a great trip we worked our families off but we we limited out every day well you never really know what you're going to get yeah it changes you know from 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 one day to the next we had a lot of fun though didn't we oh i I enjoyed it i'm gonna gonna take you up to alaska this year okay uh bev's still waiting to go down and check out the condo oh yeah yeah okay that's right she she says when you let her go just tell us and we'll be on our way let's go she said her bags are already packed. Sounds good to me. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, so let's go. Okay. We'll, we'll have to get back before. Okay, well, we're going to take a uh, a break right now, and then we'll come back and see if we can talk to Seth that just got back from Meg Bay. Yeah, and I can talk about that all day long. So you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. I go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen as many times as you like. We'll be right back. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Used by fishermen who know where to get the best fishing gear around, AFTCO makes the highest quality fishing rod components worldwide. If it says AFTCO, you know you have a quality rod. Guy Harvey Clothing, the best outdoor clothing line anywhere, is also available through AFTCO. Longest lasting, functional, and best looking clothing you'll be proud to wear. Only the very best materials and workmanship. As soon as you put it on, you'll know the difference. Look for AFTCO at quality retailers or go to AFTCO.com. Did you know there's a lake in Northern California that's called the Monster Lake? It's home to some monster-sized largemouth bass and trout because they grow in this giant 10-mile lake. It'll take you 30 minutes to go from one side of the lake to the other. And it has camping, cottages, RV sites, hiking, boating, kayaking, and even horse camping. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. LakeComancheResort.com. That's LakeComancheResort.com. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. 
fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and pargo. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan in studio with Frank Selby, and we have someone very special on the line with us. We have Seth, and we're primarily, I guess, going to be talking about Magdalena Bay, or affectionately known as Mag Bay. Uh, It's... You know, it's something that I think I know a lot about it, but I've never fished it. So let's just go ahead and, and talk about it. Maybe you can teach us a few things. Mm-hmm. Anything you guys want to know? Well, let's talk about the different species and different types in different areas. Uh, actually, Mag Bay is a very popular place for the San Diego Long Range Fleet to go down if they're going to do like a three-day trip. Yeah, um, yeah, those guys love fishing the wahoo and all the tuna down there. Mm-hmm. So you get fished, and they, of course, they they don't go into the bay; they go right out, you know, right outside. Correct. Because uh, in the actually in the bay itself is restricted fishing, right? Um, inside the bay, mm-hmm. we actually did quite quite a lot of fishing. There's lots of different species in there. Mm-hmm. Um, between spotted bay bass, sand bass, a lot of the species that we have up here, and a little bit more, too. Halibut, triggerfish, corvina, uh, a bunch of red snapper. Yeah. But, they, well, of course, there's a, there's a ton of fish that, that are sport fish that you don't kill. Thank you so much, Mark. Good fishing. Uh, yeah, yeah. We released actually all that. Um, I think the only fish species that we kept the whole trip were a couple Dorado, uh, some yellowfin tuna, and a couple wahoo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you picked the right ones, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, what, good what's food. What's the there. size of them? Uh, so the size on the Wahoo were about 50 pounds average. The oh. Yellowfin Tuna were about 30 pound average. Mm-hmm. And most of the Dorado were small. They were about 10 pounds or so. Mm-hmm. Well, ten, 10 pounds is, you know, it doesn't sound big when you talk about a lot of the other deep uh, uh, pelagics, but uh, 10 pounds is a pretty good, pretty good fight. Uh, yeah, you know, um, our main our main goal uh, for the trip was pretty much just cut striped marlin, 
and that's kind of why we went down to Mag Bay. So everything kind of in between was kind of just like a bycatch. Well, so, how did you do on uh, Stripe Marlin? I think the trip total for, I believe, 10, day, 10 full days of fishing, we had just about 200 marlin releases. What? Yeah. 200? 200. Yeah, 200. So you get about 12 a day. That's that's a lot of work. Yeah, I think our I think our best day was about 30 or so. And these are these are striped marlin or selfish or what? Yeah, these are all striped marlin. Wow. Yeah. What kind of uh, lure were you pulling? So we would, we would. Uh, I actually got all the uh, lures that I needed at Angler Center, where I also work, um, and I rigged up myself two squid chains. They are basically five plastic squids on the line with like a what we were using was a soft head, um, a lure, a chugger on the back of them with no hooks. So we would troll those, we'd raise the marlin, and once we'd raise them, we'd slow the boat down and get a like a drop-back mackerel. Wow. That's, man, that's a, that's a lot of work. How many, how many people on the boat? Let's see here. We had the captain who ran the boat, we had myself, two of my friends, and then one of the captain's friends. Wow. No, that is, that's, that's too much work. <laughs> it really is. Good stuff for the young yeah, guy. Yeah, it's good fun. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you release all the all the marlin? Yeah, we released all the marlin. Mm-hmm. Well, you got some great shots pictures, though, right? Yeah, we got some outstanding pictures, hopefully to be used on uh, any type of advertisement for uh-huh. Mountain International. Okay. Now, what is the company you work with? I'm sorry, what was that? What company do you work with? So, I, I work with Mountain International. Um, is a tackle store here in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Tell them the name. Uh, coming in? Uh the name of the tackle Angler, store. Angler the, Center. Oh, so the name of the tackle store that I work for is Angler Center. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's located here in Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. Well, that's <laughs> that is phenomenal, uh, and again, it's it's almost overkill because it it really is a lot of work to to bring one up. You know, you get a a good sized uh, even just a stripe if you're using. You know the gear that you could also use for Dorado and such. Um, you can spend forty-five minutes or an hour on it. And uh, yeah, you can. Um, for most of most of our fish, we're anywhere between I'd say probably three minutes to probably no longer than fifteen on any of them. Mm-hmm. Or you must must have used some heavy enough line to crank them in. Yeah, we have thirty pound. That's it. Yeah. Mhm. Wow. But you get them in fast and release them so they don't have any stress, right? Yeah, exactly. Mhm. What was your biggest uh, strike, marlin you got this trip? If I had to estimate the uh, biggest strike, marlin probably in that 150 pound range. 
Mm. That's a good. That's a big fish for thirty pound. Yeah, yeah but it's a lot actually, of fun. Yeah, and and you know what else is fun too is just because there's you know the main attraction there, of course, is the striped marlin. We still raised a couple of the bigger blue marlin. Um, I think we raised at least one for probably a week straight. We ended up releasing two. And um, give us an idea when you're fishing Mag Bay, where is it you fish and, and what is it you're going to be finding, and depending on different places? So there's a couple different banks down there. There's like the double 38s, there's the Thetis Bank, and uh, where we were actually fishing, though, was about 10 miles right off the Entrada, so probably 10, 10 miles away from our anchorage there inside mm-hmm. Magda. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were just fishing straight out. We were mostly just looking for frigates, and they were kind of indicating uh, bait fish, and the marlin were right there with them. Yeah, so you just uh, you just go straight out. And what uh, besides marlin, what do you find out there? Uh, so out there, there was actually some Dorado. There was quite a few yellowfin we were catching, and there was wahoo mixed in as well. Mm-hmm. So that's my favorite. Yeah. No, those, those are a lot of fun. And, you know, marlin, to be honest with you, it's not so much my favorite because I've caught enough marlin, but... Yeah, it's it's a lot of work, and but what I'd love to do is take people out and put them on their first one. That's what's that's what's really exciting. Yeah, that can be a lot of fun, mm-hmm. um, especially watching guys pull on them. Yeah. So, so when you went down, how many days did it take you to get ready and go through all the tackles to to head down? So it's nice, you know. I work here, and um, we get to. Uh, we get to be around tackle a lot, so I kind of already knew uh, exactly what it was that we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't hard to kind of grab, you know, circle hooks, 80, 80 pound leader line, and some swivels. And that's, mm-hmm. that's really kind of the main thing. We had some backup spools of line, but it really only took a couple days uh, before mm-hmm. our trip. And yeah. yeah. No, you didn't get spooled, huh? Um, no, we never lost any spools. Uh, we just had it because uh, a lot of the line would eventually get stretched out enough, and it would yeah. kind of uh, fray. So we'd, we'd just switch them out. Yeah. Uh, well, we're going to have to take off in just a little bit. Uh, would you mind hanging over just for a few minutes? We're going to bring a, a bass angler on, but we'd like to finish up with you before we do that, if you don't mind, yeah. Seth. Okay. All right. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and you go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen as many times as you want. And we're going to come back with uh, Seth for a few minutes, and then we're going to go talk to Mark Lassane from uh, He's a professional bass angler. Let me... 
The best wing shooting is in Nayarit, Mexico. It's absolutely incredible and is only $2,650 U.S. per person. Includes four nights lodging, three days hunting, all meals, non-alcoholic beverages, transportation, bird boys, cleaning and packing of all birds. You'll even be provided, free of charge, a quality shotgun over and under or automatic, either a Beretta or Browning, three cases of shotgun shells. Even the tips are included. Bird season starts soon, so book your adventure today. Contact support at thegrizgear.com. That's support at thegrizgear.com. Or call 434-953-8598. That's 434-953-8598. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and yes, welcome back to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Uh, we've got Seth on the line with us. It's, God, these numbers are... It, it, they, it just it seems not plausible, um, averaging more than 10 marlin per day per boat, and that's just with two anglers. Um, that is uh, a couple of things, Frank. First of all, the boat itself, was it, was it a local charter boat? Uh, no, it was a private 50-foot sport fisher out of Newport. Ah. Well, that sounds like the right boat. I've seen mm-hmm. 20, uh, 20 fish days there with one boat. Wow. And when you get there, um, 
they have what well, we we just uh, talked about the Mangrove Inn. It's a fairly new, uh, I guess, hotel motel. Uh, where do you stay when you go down there? So we stay on the boat the whole time. Um, we actually stay in Manowar. It's one of the anchorage spots there in Mag Bay. Uh-huh. Um, we've stayed there, and we also stayed at Santa Maria, which is an anchorage spot just outside the bay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't have a whole lot of accommodations there right now. They're just, they're just kind of starting to put it together. Yeah, it seems like it. You know, it seems like most of the people, too, that go down are often on uh, bigger boats, and they normally just stay on there. Mm-hmm. Or the, what is it, Mateos? What is that little town right next? Um, uh, San Carlos? No, we're a little bit closer than that. But anyway, um, again, it's, it's, this is not a resort community. That Yes, there are hotels and, and uh, um, accommodations, and the Mangrove Inn is really nice, but it's very small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surfers used to stay there a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it would be. Now, the bay itself, uh, you got the entrance to the bay, and then if you're going to go all the way through to the back, how how far and how long? Um, so from Manabor to the entrance, it was probably about eight miles or so mm-hmm. uh, where we stayed. And then from Manabor to the fuel dock is probably another five miles or so, but there's a lot of sandbars where you have to actually navigate uh, kind of awkward through through the bay itself. Yeah. It's not like a bay where you can just uh, just drive all through being fine. Well, is it okay if you do it with uh, for the first time, or, or is it well marked? Oh, yeah, it's well marked. Uh, the navigation buoys are really, really... Uh, well seen, and you can get through there day or night. Mm-hmm. You'd be fine. And what about the time of the year that you'd want to go? So it seems like most of the bus fishing is generally from October through December, at least for the billfish. Yeah, yeah, typically where the water is warm. Yeah, well, I think it's I think it's time, Frank. It's time for us to go to uh, Mag Bay. Yeah. Uh, I'm ready. Okay. You know me. I'm up for anything. I and if I need anything, I run four doors up to the Angler Center and get what we need. There you go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna bring Mark Lassane on and talk a little bit about some freshwater fishing. But uh, Seth, that's it. it just it, it sounds almost unbelievable. Yeah, it's really a remarkable place. You know, normally if you're out marlin fishing and and you get one, that's a successful day. Do you have a website? Steph, you got a website? Uh, yeah, you can you can try anglercenter.com. Thank okay. you. Now, is that a charter trip you guys put together or is it just for fun? No, that was just for fun. Mhm. Well, it sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> okay, yeah. Seth. All right. We appreciate that very much, and thanks for the tips. Thank you very much. We'll talk to you later. Okay. All right. Uh, now we have Mark Lassane, who is the editor and uh, publisher and and uh, copywriter and and uh, the printer or whatever it is for uh, Bass Angler Magazine. <laughs> 
she pretty much is Bass Angler Magazine. And, you know, what's great about it, he is actually a professional uh, bass angler and does quite well at it. Well, thanks. Yeah, it's, it's my, my job and my passion and mm-hmm. my hobby. Mm-hmm. So all wrapped into one. So it's all good. Right. And that is, uh, well, tell us about what's going on in the, you know, the thing about bass fishing, it seems like there's, you can you can fish for bass virtually in every state and most of the times of the year. So give us an idea yeah. of where, you know, what's happening now. Well, right now, so bass fishing, once the water drops below, I'm going to say 50 degrees, you know, just on uh, general, bass fishing really slows down. I mean, you can still catch them, uh, but it gets a lot, a lot tougher. You have to fish a lot slower. And uh, generally, when it gets cold, uh, you know, like it's starting to get now, we're in the middle of December, mm-hmm. so most all the lakes are getting cold. I like to fish for spotted bass. So they're a little more of a, a ferocious feeder than, uh, than the largemouth or the smallmouth. So they'll bite a little bit better when it's cold. So if you want to go catch fish, uh, go go to one of the lakes that has spotted bass, and you, you'll have a lot better day. You can still catch, you know, 20 or 30 fish even though when it's cold. And uh, what's the favorite color this time of year to be using? Crawdad patterns, you know, uh, what do you Well, use? you know, in the in, as we move through the summer, you know, the fish start feeding on bait, and then they still feed on bait, you know, throughout the winter. Um, and then and some of the lakes that have shad, and if the water gets real cold, you know, down in the mid-40s, you'll have a big shad die-off. So um, you'll want to use a shad pattern bait, you know, especially if the shad dies off, there'll be shad down the bottom of the lake. Um, several different ways to catch them down there. Uh, you can throw, you know, jigs. Um, you can throw like a white hula grub or some light colored jigs like that. Uh, drop shot, shaky heads. You know, most of the time during the winter, you're usually fishing pretty slow. If you'd had, if you, if it's a, a winter day that you've had three or four warming days, if it's real nice out, um, you may be able to catch them up shallow. You know, on some crankbaits or, or jerk baits or or spinner baits. Or crawdad, but pattern. generally you're going to fish for them, you know, deep and deep and slow. Uh, what's your favorite lake to fish? Hmm. Oh, you know, in the winter time, it's going to be Lake Shasta or Lake Oroville. Those are those two of my favorite. There's also uh, Lake Comanche. All of those are Northern California lakes. Yeah. So those ones are those ones are usually good. Um, you know, Comanche has a good population of uh, all three species: smallmouth, spot bat, spotted, and largemouth. Yeah. So almost no matter when you go there, you can target one of them. You know, you can get one of them to, to start biting. They and they do like the Alabama rig at, at Lake Comanche. So in the winter time, you can throw the Alabama rig. Sometimes when you, there's no other way to catch them, and you can sometimes even get you know two big fish on one on one cast. Oh yeah, a lot of fun. Well, what, what is it? The the uh, Alabama rig is that uh, um, with, a, with a trailing hook or what? No, Alabama rig is an umbrella rig. So it's really an old bait, but it kind of it kind of was revitalized. Oh. Five or six years ago, it it has 
Uh, it has like a head with six wires on it, and depending on what state you live in, uh, will determine the amount of hooks that you can use. Mm-hmm. So in California, we can only use three hooks. Mm-hmm. So we'll have six wires on it, and you'll have three dummy baits that just look like little fish, and then you have three baits with hooks on them. Oh, I see. So you have the potential to hook three fish. Mm-hmm. Well, it's basically, like the old umbrella. Like a school of fish swimming by, and uh, you know the fish just yeah. kind of fish will just come up and swim right through it and eat them and, yeah. and eat the little baits. Yeah, it's really a fun bait to use. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, that does sound like fun. And when you move around uh, different parts of well, different parts of the United States, have you been out of California fishing? Oh yeah, I've been out of California many times. So you know, if you're if you're down south, you know, Louisiana, southern southern Texas, Florida, you know, those fish right about now is is free spawn for them. Mm-hmm. So they're moving up, getting ready to spawn because it's way warmer than it is, you mm-hmm. know, in the rest of the nation. Right. And there's, I mean, even if, if you go to Minnesota and those places, I mean, you can even drill a hole and catch bass. I have not done that ever. But, uh, you know, you know I, I have friends that, you know, they, they drill four or five holes and then I run around and, you know, yeah. use little teeny baits and throw them in holes and they catch bass that way. Yeah. No, I've, I've heard of it and a lot of people apparently think it's great. But, um, you know, to me, it's like, why would you want to do that? <laughs> I would rather go to Florida and wear shorts than a T-shirt. There you go. You get the Corbina or, uh, or some, something off the flats. In a yeah. couple of weeks, I'm going to Kansas to fish wipers. Hmm. You ever fish the white bass and the mixed white striped bass? I have, and I've caught a few wipers here and there, and the white bass, and a lot of striped bass. So we, have, we have striped bass here in California, yeah, in quite a few places. Yeah, we've got them all the way up and down the coast. Oh, nice. Yeah, spotted bass is, uh, you know, it's it, it's similar to the way that they act to uh, white bass. Oh. Spotted bass are real ferocious, you know, feeders. And they school up, and they're they're they'll run out around the middle of the lake and kind of school up off and suspend. Mm-hmm. Where you know, like smallmouth and largemouth, they're usually right near a piece of cover. So oh yeah, kind of oh, like the stripers okay. and the stripers. Hmm. So they just uh, find some cover and hang out and uh, look for the smaller fish that are underneath it. Right. Yeah. The uh, you know smallmouth, largemouth are kind of homebodies, you might say, when uh, the the. Uh, spotted bass and stripers and wipers—they're like uh, they're commuters. Man. They'll go out, yeah. go out wherever okay. to, to get them. Well, you know what the music means, of course. It looks like we're gonna have to take a break, and then uh, Frank, I'm gonna talk to you a little bit more about our trip, if you don't mind. And Mark, we really appreciate you coming in and joining us. All right. Well, thank you guys. You okay. all, you all have a. a all right. Week and a Merry Christmas. You're listening to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Thanks. The fall and winter season is here and time for some fantastic fishing. The trout and bass are biting, a quick drive from the valleys below. We have some great boat rentals to choose from or bring your own. Visit LakeGregoryRecreation.com for information. LakeGregoryRecreation.com. That's LakeGregoryRecreation.com.
If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive. Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio and enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. Okay, John and me are talking about fishing Mag Bay and every place else, but we're back live and we are uh, trying to get one more person on the line. So I'm going to talk a little bit about going to Kansas and fishing wipers just out as quick. Are you there? Yeah, uh, we're uh, going to a little lake, about 350 acres, just outside of Spring Hill, Kansas, the fish wipers, white bass, and a striper mix. And in the wintertime, it's, uh, sometimes that lake uh, freezes over, but this year it's been a warm winter, so I'm going back and visit my sister for a week and try to catch some wipers. I love fishing them. They are so aggressive. They will, in the day, early morning, they stay deep. In the midday, they come right up against the bank, chasing bait. So they're fairly easy to catch, 
And I like to throw crawdad patterns and bait fish patterns. Uh, my buddy, he loves to throw a, a yellow and black uh, bucktail, and he does quite well with them. He uses a small spinner. And the last time we were out, we caught 98. And one day, caught and released. And we kept 3D, I'm honest. <laughs> and John is uh, wanting to talk a lot about down in Cabo San Lucas. We had such a great time. He's back today. So we will be touching on a little of that and the boats that we use and having a lot, a lot of fun. So keep if going, we've got... Keep going. Keep going. Okay. We... Uh, we went down for five days, and uh, we had a ball. We were on three, diff uh, three different boats. We caught tons of fish. Actually, we overdid it. We both got a little too tired. But we caught Dorado, Yellowfin, uh, some Skipjack, some big Dorado, uh, in my opinion, especially if you catch one on a fly rod that weighs over 20 pounds, you have a lot of fun. They like to dance on top of the water. And uh, John caught a bunch. I think his friend caught the biggest one. She uh, caught, I think that one was about 25 pounds, and she wouldn't believe she caught the biggest Dorado. So it was quite a fun trip. Uh, and uh, if you ever want to go down to Cabo San Lucas, there are some great boats down there that you can use that we used. And I'm hoping that. Okay, 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 Frank, Frank, you there? You there? Yeah, I'm here. Are you there? Yeah, are you there? Okay, okay. Yeah. all right. All right. Well, Dale took us fishing last time we were down there, so we thought we'd give him a real quick call, but we only got about a minute or so. Okay. You there, Dale? Yeah, I'm here. Uh, okay, your line, Dale is on the line. Hey, Dale. Uh, what, yeah. a, what a pleasure. You sure got, you guys sure took care of us. And uh, we went out. Well, we tried. So, yeah, well, we went out three days, and, and the first day uh, we went out floating around for a couple hours, nothing, and we go, well, I don't know, we should we go in or what? And then, as uh, as usual, um, we ran into a, a, a pot of Dorado and, and loaded up um, with, with that, so that that certainly made the day. Uh, that's, that's how it works, that the entire Sea of Cortez and the whole area is just full of fish. You just don't know where they're at because they have fins and tails, and where they were isn't necessarily where they are. But uh, how's it how's it been in the last month since we were down there? It's been it's been very 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 good. Um, the tunas are still very thick. Mm -hmm. They're feeding on sardines close to shore, and uh, they're from like ten to thirty pounds, and uh, uh, it's been it's been great. Well, wow, that's so much fun. I mean, the Dorado and the, you know, I, I would honestly, I think I would rather fish for uh, tuna and Dorado than I would for marlin. Marlin are, you know, kind of fun and they're flashy. 
but uh, you get uh, you get a lighter tackle and you you hook up a, a thirty pound tuna or thirty pound dorado, and uh, yeah. it's very exciting. And when it's good, it's good. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's what uh, you get into a you get into a school of them, and and uh, it's we had uh, was it four on at one time, Frank? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Uh, and that's uh, you know, that's just with the with the captain and, and a couple of demis. But, uh, but we got them all. Speak for yourself. <laughs> we, we got them all. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't yeah. lose any. That's no. for sure. Yeah. But it, no, it's one of those, you know, uh, Chinese fire drills where you're stepping over and stepping back and passing rods and and uh, but we got them. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. I need to mail you that uh, all the pictures. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. You, I yeah. put it on a disc. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. And yeah, we'll that pull, we'll smoked fish was the best. Yeah, they do a good job on that, don't they? An excellent job. I was totally taken away by that. Mm-hmm. They do a, such a good job. Well, the tuna works out so well smoking it. Man, you can you can smoke Dorado, but the tuna I think is it's almost better to smoke it than you know that it is just to freeze it. So uh, the, the last few days, how how's the fishing been down there? What was the biggest one came in on any of the boats? Go ahead, Dale. Well, on our boats, we didn't get any. We haven't made any really fantastic uh, big large fish catches. Uh, but, I understand one of the Pisces boats yesterday got like a 300-pound tuna. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been we've been doing good. Uh, the day before yesterday on the Ponga, we got like a 60, yeah, maybe a 55-pound Wahoo. Um, the tuna bites, like I said, it's been good. And it's been real close. Um, uh, this morning, uh, the, the Trace Amigos got like uh, 14 tuna and two Dorados. And... Uh, uh, they've been fishing twice a day and pretty much doing the same thing in the morning yeah. as they've been doing on the afternoon. I mean, they've been, they've been catching, and the fish are close. Yeah, well, that's like I said, a, they're fishing. That, that, they're, they're getting them on sardines. Well, that's what we did. The thing, the thing is, is that um, fish bite all day long. You don't necessarily have to be out there at daybreak to you know to put them on. But uh, tra- of course, the trace amigos, as you know, is my favorite. That's, uh, yeah, but what they, the other thing I noticed when we were down there, Dale, is it's not uncommon or certainly not unheard of to get a 200-pound tuna. But when yeah. we were, but during the tuna tournament, um, somebody came in with a, like a 320 pounds, something like that. So yeah, 338. Every, every, yeah. Everybody goes up. That's it. You know, it's over. It's done. And then someone else came in with like a, you know, a, you know, a three three twenty five, and then uh, somebody else came in and they, they thought, okay, well that's it for sure, and the the original person that uh, uh, hooked one over three hundred ended up in third place. But uh, so that's that's unusual to get that big a, a, a fish down there. Yeah. Well, it's unusual how they bite it out now just because uh, we haven't fished sardines for, we haven't had the sardines here for like eight years. So, yeah. you know, the sardines did show up and we've got them and, and uh, you know, the fish are close, like one mile. So, yeah. Well, um, how long does it take for, you know, let's, uh, 
you know, if, if the sardines show up and, you know, how, how, how fast will a tuna grow in a year? Uh, you know, I know that the tuna grow very, very fast in a year, but, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with the genes. I think the, some of the small fish, you know, they're never going to get, you know, to be 200 pounds. Oh, I see. Uh, um, but they grow very, very rapidly, and I think they eat, you know, about a fifth of their body weight a day. Whoa. Well, yeah, that'll, so, uh, make, that'll make them grow. That'll, uh, that, that, that'll put some weight on them. Yeah, and I, I think probably like a, a 300-pound tuna is probably only about four years old. Wow. Well, I've, I've heard that they get, uh, um, their their longevity isn't that great because they, they get so big that they cannot uh, consume enough uh, to support themselves. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, they need more than what they can take in just by feeding. Yeah, but I don't believe their lifespan is too long. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they are just an eat machine. That's what they do. They just eat. Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot of sardines. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the uh, the ones the one that you've been getting has it slowed down since we've been down there a little bit? For, say that again. Has it slowed down a little bit since you and I, since uh, Frank no, and I were down there? No, no, it's gotten busier. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll it's gotten, see you tomorrow. Uh, it's gotten a lot busier. Normally, this time of year, it starts to slow down as far as in the the fishing itself yeah. and the tourism, but uh, the fishing's just been really, well, really good. Apparently, apparently, uh, Frank hasn't had enough of it yet. Yeah, I never have enough fishing. Yeah, okay. I, the only day I'll stop fishing is when I start watching roots grow towards my face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Dio, can you hang around just for a couple more minutes? Yeah. I know you're busy in there right now, but uh, you are listening to uh, Dale from uh, Griselda Smokehouse and Dreammaker Charters. Uh, Gracie takes care of um, you know, for processing the fish and, and um, making sure everything works, and Dale makes sure that the boats are working and puts you on them. But we're going to be back with you momentarily, so don't go too far. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and we'll be right back. Thanks. Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. 
Vagabundos del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. Great news. You can now watch Grizz's shows wherever you are, whenever you want, on all your mobile devices. Download the Grizz Channel app today. Enjoy an adventure during that boring wait at the doctor's office. Or while you're sitting at the airport waiting for your next flight. Just go to your phone, tablet, or even Kindle app store or iTunes and download it today. And when you get home, you can watch The Grizz on your big screen on Roku. Catch The Grizz next adventure today. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan, and yes, we are back, definitely a backward back with uh, Dale. Uh, Dale and his lovely wife, Griselda, uh, operate uh, Gracie's, well, Griselda's Smokehouse. Um, and uh, Dale is the one down at the dock making sure that uh, the boats are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and, and they make a great team. Because you take your, you pull up, and, you know, they'll send a dock boy down to pick up your fish, take it back, um, do a fantastic job, you know, for cleaning it, detailing cleaning it, and then uh, uh, flash freezing it. Um, so that it's ready for you when you want to go to the airport, you just stop by and pick it up. But it is a dream maker uh, sport fishing. Dream is it dream maker charters? Dream maker sport fishing? Dale. Yes, yes. Dream maker charter. Dream maker charters. Okay. Yeah. But uh, and you've got was it five boats? Um, yeah, four boats right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we've got we've got one more that's not in the water. Yeah, and you sure take good care of those boats. And again, the uh, Tres Amigos, I like it first of all because it's inexpensive. To be quite honest with you, you know, for about you know you can for you head out for half a day, you can you can go out and uh, for for about two hundred bucks. And go out in the morning, come back in, and be back in the dock by oh twelve one, or you can just go down in the afternoon, and you you know you don't have to get up at five or six o'clock in the morning to catch fish. 
that I don't know if either way that I don't know if you've done any actually studies on it, Dale. But have you? Is there a difference between morning and afternoon? You know, l- lately the afternoon bite has been very, very good. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, the boats will typically leave about one o'clock or so, and uh, but the tunas turn on more around four o'clock, and uh, uh, yeah, they've just been getting their limits. You know, people, yeah. Uh, well, the nice and thing is they're yeah. doing it okay on the grotto also, and they're yeah. catching uh, some mixed-in other fish occasionally. You know, come with those tunas because they're fishing. They're fishing shallow, so yeah. sometimes they're getting a little grouper or snap or something. Well, like that's that that's, that's, that's what's so great is that you know, most of the places you're going to be going fishing, you can go. You can do a half-day trip, and it, yeah. wherever you're going to go, you can be there in probably less than an hour, uh, or maybe maybe half an hour, and. Um, you don't you don't have to get up at five o'clock in the morning and get to, to arrive down there before the sun comes up. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Just go down and we got people. You have to remember it's your boat and you can do whatever you want. But um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, nor- normally that makes for a full enough day. And I don't know how many times the last couple of times we fished is uh, we go down and. Uh, there's nothing. You're just floating around the water for two, three uh, hours, and then I'll, you know, then you come across with a bang, 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 bang. Like what Frank, Frank and I had, uh, we loaded up in, in about what ten, fifteen minutes, Frank. Oh, easy that. Mhm. Yeah, that's exciting. Yeah. That's how it was off the White House this morning for some. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Your skippers are really excellent. They are. Huh? They speak English, and they're just good guys. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we're going to have to, it looks like we're going to have to let you go, uh, Dale. We appreciate uh, you taking good care of us when we're down there, and I appreciate you coming on the air. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. You go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can listen as many times as you want. And uh, uh, we appreciate that, Dale. And Frank, I guess we're going to have to let you go. So we've got, uh, is that it? Okay, sounds good. All right, and that was, uh, uh, well, Seth with uh, the Angler Center. And then we had, of course, uh, Dale from Dream Makers Charters uh, right behind, uh, right down in the marina. Real easy. You are listening to Fish Hunt Talk, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com. 